Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. Game two is happening tonight at the Saddle Dome, and we need to cross our fingers, toes, and everything in between to make sure that we don't see anything like we saw on Tuesday. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of Causeway Crowd, uh, multiple different outlets for writing. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, thank you for making Lockdown Flames your first listen of the day. I'm assuming you're listening to this on your commute home or on your way to the Saddle Dome. If you are, send me pictures, like a screenshot of you listening. I think that would be really fun. Uh, how are you? I hope you're having a good day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, Audible, Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, we are free 99 everywhere, including on YouTube. You know that the Flames lineup is staying the same, right? But things are changing a little bit on Dallas's end. They are shaking it up, which isn't always a bad thing, but... Before we get to that, let's start at the beginning. The king of consistency sees no issues on his front and has faith in the lines to do better than what they did on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I don't really see any line combos where things could truly be elevated um, like all around, but potentially, potentially, if you bring back the Mangiapane, Backlund, and Coleman line. But I do have a hard time taking Toffoli off of the second line right now. I think that the great thing about Toffoli is that you can literally plug him in anywhere and you're not going to get like this ego thing that you might get with other players. Like, oh, I, I know what it takes to win a Stanley Cup championship, so I should be on a higher line. There's not that mentality here. It is very much a... I'm here to do this for the team, as they should, <laughs> uh, sort of vibe to it. So I'm fine with uh, Daryl Sutter rolling out these lines. I think it's a great opportunity. And again, you have that fourth line out there to throw their body around and to play a more defensive physical game. But Dallas is shaking things up, and they have bumped Tyler Sagan down to the th- third line not always you know a bad thing here sometimes you do have to break up your lines but I don't know if shaking them up after one game is necessarily what you want to do um the flames are obviously a very deep roster they're a tough matchup and they give anyone problems but to not give your team a, a second chance to redeem themselves unless you're limiting minutes due to injuries or whatever and moving them down. I don't think that's necessarily the move. I think that the flames, like like if Daryl Sutter moved, um, you know, moved centers today and like swapped lines or whatever, I would be confused and I would be concerned. So I think that it's a form of doubt. I think that, 
players thrive off of consistency. They're human beings. Um, <laughs> but we've also heard that they're creatures of habit. So I would think that them staying on the same lines as everyone else um, and keeping their, you know, that consistency going would be important and would be something that you could see success from. But, you know, this is the Flames roster we're talking about here. They are much deeper. They are a, they're a scarier lineup than, than the Stars. I'm sorry, but I do not think that the Stars are a tough lineup. I think they have, like, a few, like, here and there, but, like, a few, um, you know, scary players. Not scary players, but, you know, players to look out for. But it's nothing where I'm like, okay, like this entire line has 40 plus goals this season. You know, we really need to watch out for that. But the Flames do. And I would much rather be in the Flames position. I think that Dallas is trying to make up for, uh, like they're trying to overcompensate. That's the word I'm looking for. And that that is very Texas of them. Um, if you know, you know. But um I just, I think that it's just so funny to me that they're going to spend most of this game going after the Flames players. Like, that's funny. Not funny in like a, oh, someone's going to get hurt, haha, funny, but in like a, why wouldn't you be focused on scoring goals? Like, what happened in game one was game one. Move on. It's not like someone, it wasn't like the Kyle Clifford hit or, um, the Auntie Ranta hit or collision. It was not a hit. It was not intentional. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that Keynes fans jumped into my mentions. But, um, you know, I think that it's just foolish to let that, to let that keep eating at you and to say, oh, we're going to go out there and get, get the flames. We're going to go after Kachuk and Anderson. You are a fake tough guy, first of all, John Klingberg. Um, I was rooting for you to uh, potentially go to Boston or the Flames, but I'm very glad I didn't. Uh, That didn't work. But I'm so confused as to why they would let that eat at them. Like, you're literally losing this series. Shouldn't you be focused on scoring goals or doing something productive rather than finding yourself in the penalty box? Just, Just saying. Um, coming up next, we are uh, going to talk about adjustments the Flames need to make in order to have a successful game, too. But first, we're going to talk about uh, Athletic Greens for a quick moment. Uh, our next partner has a product I use every day, and I started taking AG1 because I have hot girl gut problems. If you know, you know. Um Personally, I think that it's a great way to help my digestion, help with my energy, and it's a very simple and easy way to get all of my nutrients, my needed nutrients in one place and not have to have like 62 vitamin bottles. Because if you saw my medicine closet, you'd be like, oh, there's no sense of organization there. That's correct. Uh, AG1 supports better health, um, sorry, better sleep quality, and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one of the best thing things that um, I've found that actually helps with my alertness. But uh, Athletic Greens is 
uses the best of the best products when it comes to uh, the latest sciences with consistent product iterations and third-party testing. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It was costing him over $100 a day. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes trusted by leading health health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of it's just one scoop in water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills. It literally tastes like tropical like flavored water. It doesn't it doesn't have like a weird celery juice taste to it that like you would expect something healthy to have to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supplement supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash nhl network again that is athleticgreens.com slash nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto, and you can find me on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right on the screen, at Jess Belmosto. We need that, like, men in black pen that, like, zaps your memory, um, simply because we can never have the Flames do what they did in game one again. I don't care that they won. It was an ugly win. And I talked about that on yesterday's episode because it's just, <laughs> it was so unacceptable and not something that is going to find you success deep in the playoffs. But number one, the number one bolded, underlined, red marker, bolded, italicized, you name it, is the penalties. We don't want to see a lot of those. We need to see less of those. I think that it is very obvious (laughs) that uh, really, 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 uh, you didn't have success on on five-on-five hockey because you were too busy killing penalties and um, you didn't have much, much going for you there. But there's no reason for them to be taking, for the Flames, to be taking anywhere near five penalties tonight. If you can stick to around three, that would be fantastic. I think that uh, we need, to, we really need to just avoid um, any sort of what we saw on Monday, Tuesday, rather. I don't know how many more times I can say it, but, you know, you're not going to see benefit And you're not going to play good hockey if you're just always on the penalty kill. You're not controlling the puck and the dominance that it takes to win a hockey game. Sorry. But uh, three strikes and you're out tonight. I think that that's uh, a fair assessment. Three penalties is all I really want to see. I think that that's reasonable because um, unless they're unnecessary penalties, I don't think we'll see anything more than that. And of course, hockey, you know, oh, we always hear about it. Hockey's a team sport. You can't be selfish. 
Hockey's a team sport. We got to get pucks in deep. We got to do this. We won. We, we that. So it's never an I thing. It's never I, I have to be better or I did this. Well, I guess sometimes it is I have to be better when they're taking accountability. But you, you get what I'm saying. I want to see more from Rasmus Anderson. I do. Uh, I think that he was, you know, obviously uh, <laughs> ejected after the first period. But I think that he also was performing at a decent level where it wasn't um, anything outrageous. I thought that he played a good game from what we saw. But, you know, getting caught up in those extracurriculars are so detrimental to a team's success. And you you can't be out there just doing, oh, look at me. I'm doing this and doing that and beating people up and hitting people. Uh, just because, no, honey, I'm not, no, I'm not saying that's what he was doing, like all of the first period, but he is a top defenseman. He, he is your number one guy up there with Noah Hannafin. He literally was expected to stop all goals, like while on the ice. And what was it? A hundred percent XGF. So expected goals for and I think that's what that means yes um sorry we're still learning advanced stats over here <laughs> but it's so frustrating to me to be like oh um I just want to see this team do well no you need all of your players out there doing the same thing you need to have everyone on the same page and that's not me like dogging Anderson I think that you know it emotions were obviously high during game one it's fairly evident that that was the case but what was game one was game one and just let it be I don't think we have to turn this into something that's so much deeper than uh they're thinking it's going to be or anything like that if they want to play if they want to just go after Anderson and and Kachuk go ahead uh that's not going to help you win the game I said it in the last segment but it, it, shouldn't you be focusing on winning a hockey game? I, I know that it's not, <laughs> it's not like this big thing to like lose to on the road. Uh, and people will just say like, Oh, well, if you know, you, you lose at home, then you start hitting the panic button. No, I, I don't think Dallas is going to have time to hit the panic button here or they already have because uh, they, they know that this was just a waste of time, but I, just, I think Anderson's just going to be too busy trying to play defense. And I don't see him doing what happened on Monday night. Now, Matthew Kachuk, I don't know. I, th- I think if any of the penalties are going to come, it's going to be from him fighting. And that that's fair. That's fine. But just, like, don't get ejected because we don't have someone to uh, replace you on the top line. Same way we, like, we're not going to be double shifting people. I, talk, I actually talked about that with Audi last, last time we met. We talked about, oh my god, we talked about double shifting people. And said we said that wouldn't happen. So please um, do not let that happen. I, I think it's such, like, an ineffective way to play hockey. I think it's just not good for your teammates. And it's just, again, I... 
it is a little bit selfish. If you do something dumb to get yourself ejected and you're tiring out your teammates game one of, you know, hopefully a deep playoff run, what are you doing? Literally, what are you doing? (laughs) But the Flames can focus on scoring, okay? That's that's truly all they need to do. They need to go out there and take more, generate more high gen, high danger uh, chances and really just cycle the puck and shoot it. Uh, last night I was watching a game and there was so much overpassing that it made me sick. I was watching, I think it was the Canes and Bruins game. But I don't want to see that from the Flames because I know that this team doesn't lack confidence issues I think that this team has enough confidence where we wouldn't see anything like that but what does make me nervous is them kind of getting like too wrapped up in their own heads um especially if we do see flashes of Tuesday night in sort of you know the amount of penalties and whatnot but we're gonna keep our fingers crossed that this team is a little bit stronger than that and they aren't uh, regressing on fundamentals because <laughs> oh man that that's just gonna cost them a whole lot more than just um just a first round or a game rather but to wrap up the show I have my players to watch and I would say that these are some more like unsuspected players to watch only because I think that they're just kind of player. I don't want to say they fly under the radar, but I don't think that they're given enough love. And we're going to talk about my players to watch next. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online. <laughs> I placed a bet last night. Okay. I placed a bet last night on the Bruins money line. Because I'm an actual clown. I lost. I I lost. No. Nope, 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 nope. But Bet Online is your number one source for all of your sports betting stats and info. Find all the latest uh, sports developments, league reviews, news, including this year's basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, MLB, and of course this weekend's run with the run to the roses with the Kentucky Derby. Are any of y'all gonna wear some big hats? Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends. And I think tonight I will, pro- I probably won't be betting tonight um, just because I uh, don't want to jinx anyone. <laughs> Bet online where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. I, I genuinely appreciate it because we are a very small market show and I know that the world is oversaturated with hockey podcasts and just being here and watching the audience grow is so exciting and rewarding. And I'm hoping the Flames make a deep playoff run so we can do some sort of live show or something because we've got, we've got a good group here, (laughs) but uh, my players to watch for this night's game are uh, I'm going to start. I labeled them. one way but I'm gonna read them from reverse just because I think (laughs) the first two are a little obvious Rasmus Anderson and Matthew Kachuk these two are like number one on the stars like shit list I sorry sorry for swearing I don't really swear on this show but uh they're number one on that list and like 1a and 1b but 
I want to see them do more than those extracurriculars. I want to see the the defend the defending obviously from Anderson and I know he can score too so if he finds himself in a good spot to shoot the puck or you know tip it in do it why not you know go for it same thing with Kachuk I know Matthew Kachuk can cycle the puck and bounce off of his line mates and Use Elias and home as that gorgeous playmaker to do what he needs to do to get the puck in the back of the net. I don't care if any of these players want to start fighting you. Go ahead, throw a few punches, but that's it. Go back to focusing on the ice because none of that matters. What does matter is the scoring. <laughs> the score of the game matters more than, like, this weird, like, retaliation revenge thing that the Stars have going for them. Like, no one was severely hurt Tuesday night. So why are we so upset? Why are we so upset? There's no reason for it. Chris Tanev had an exceptional game as well on Tuesday. I thought that he was one of the better defenders out there on the ice. And he had um, 26 minutes on ice in ice time. That That's a lot. Um, that is almost half the game. <laughs> and a guy like that is always going to need, or, or sorry, is always going to be leaving all of it out on the ice night after night. So it's nice to see him perform at you know, obviously he's been in the league a long time. There have been a lot of questions surrounding him. But I think that he will be able to replicate the games and just duplicate uh, what he does night or yeah, night after night um, tonight as well. I think that he has a lot of success there. And I'm looking forward to, to watching him. And I think him and Shillington are a great pair. I love them together. I'm so happy that Shillington... Number one is finally in, like, on an NHL roster as, like, a solidified defenseman. But for him to learn from a guy like Chris Tanev is so wonderful. And I know that Tanev loves being a leader. He takes pride in that. And I think that's what he's going to do out there tonight as well, you know. Um, Probably during those intermissions and say, I know that they're trying to scrap it up and, you know, throw some fist or whatever but rein it in get the puck to where it needs to go and he's so level-headed he is not someone who fights he's had like one career fight he's so level-headed I love it but I would not want to be down in the corners with him I think I would be petrified as anyone should be <laughs> and my last player to watch is Milan Lucic because he had such a great performance in game one I love how loud the crowd gets uh when he has the puck on his stick it's like clockwork with the luch chance and I just I don't really expect scoring from his line but what I do expect is them throwing their bodies around and playing defensively I think that they are a good line I not like good as like oh yeah they're gonna score all these goals like but they're a good fourth line to have if you're going into the playoffs. They're going to eat those minutes. 
they're going to play, I say dirty, but the, I don't mean like physically dirty. They're going to play like a nitty gritty game and they are absolutely going to just throw their bodies around. And I, I just, I like that about them. I think that that's what's special about them. And uh, I look forward to seeing it. Um, I, I would just watch them because I, I think they're, I think that's going to be a good line. And I think Lucic just brings again, another leadership uh, mentality to the team and to this locker room as they're looking to uh, win and go make a deep playoff run, you know? So I will be back tomorrow morning with, of course, your game two recap. And then, uh, I think Adi might be joining us, actually, potentially. So we may have him. So thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. You can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Uh, thank you all so much. And 